welcome to episode 163 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are considering the name of the episode. We are having what we call a stage five clinger. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, it's got five <clears throat> ingredients. Yeah, it has five ingredients. It's, uh, I guess, a spin on kind of an old-fashioned. Yeah, it's like a chocolate cherry old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we named it a stage five clinger. It's a very unique <laughs> drink. Taste. It's got chocolate bitters and regular bitters. Mm-hmm. And... I think I like cherries. it more than you do. I think you do. The the this one's pretty. I I, I don't mind it. It's, it's like, just, it's just, it tastes more like a Manhattan to me, or really? something like that. I don't know if Manhattan's. What, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Maybe it is a Manhattan. A Manhattan. It is a Manhattan. I think that you're thinking of, but because I really taste the chocolate bitters. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we did a video on that. Mm-hmm. If you haven't um, followed us on Instagram or Facebook, make sure to do that so you can see all of those videos and everything that we share. And we got some fun videos. We just joined, oh. what's it called? Rumble? Oh, Rumble. Yes. Yeah. yeah we We're just on Rumble. Rumble as well. Yeah. Marriage on the Rocks. Yes. Uh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was just thinking the other video that we just did was awful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. Oh. Yeah. If you... <laughs> Seriously, if you're if you're not following us, like, yeah, even... our gross shots are they're just getting worse. Oh gosh! I mean, and by worse, I mean probably for the viewer better. But yeah, what we're trying to drink is getting way worse. Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't know how many I can take. Yeah, because uh, I think they're just going to get worse. From yeah, here. I know. Four. I know. Oh my god, we got like twenty six to go. It's awful. No. <clears throat> so this week we are going to be t- talking about healthy codependency. Uh, we had one of our listeners actually um, uh, ask us to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, she was kind of dealing with some, uh, well, she was dealing with a breakup, really. And uh, I think that they had de- codependency type issues mm-hmm. in their relationship and um, just kind of how to navigate that and and what is healthy codependency and what's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that like for us, I know that, I don't know. It's, it's funny because we, <laughs> we probably will tell you that, well, I mean, I guess healthy codependency is fine, but like, but I think, but I think that some people would think that our, the way that we are is unhealthy. Yeah. Well, I think people people that, people that want to be in relationships that have a lot of space mm-hmm. tend to agree with the everybody needs their own life. Mm-hmm. You need to have space. You need time away from each other. They tend to fall into that kind of normalized thinking. Um, and and we you know has been clear as we've been clear as day and very adamant about how we think you should spend your time mm-hmm. and how much time we think you should be with your partner and. We don't say everybody needs a break and mm-hmm. everybody needs some space and everybody needs their own life. We don't agree with that. But I think that ultimately pe- people have to know what it is you want out of your marriage. What is it you want? If you what what you and and you have to know this. You can't just <clears throat> go along with it. You have to know getting into it what your priorities are and what you want out of your marriage. Mm-hmm. And if you're getting into a relationship where you want to continue to lead 
a life that is similar or resembles that of a single person. And I don't necessarily mean partying and sleeping around. I just mean you have zero responsibility but to worry about yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're still wanting that, you're going to have to find a partner who has that same absolute independent mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you need to ensure, and it's hard to know, but you need to ensure that you, you guys aren't going to change your minds. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, mm-hmm. and, and I think that it is it is hard to know, like how you say, because when you're in the beginning of a relationship, most people want to spend time with that person all the time. And I mean, I know that I think that there is some instances where they where they feel smothered mm-hmm. and and they don't want that, which I think that though that's the type of person you're the type of person that doesn't want mm-hmm. somebody that is always with you and mm-hmm. you do like your own space and that's fine for you to feel that way but just m- don't string that partner along and, and it's not where people screw this up is they find a partner who tolerates it mm-hmm Oh, she understands I need my space. She understands that, you know, I need to disappear for a couple of days. She understands that I need to be on the road. She understands when that's not how she is and that's not what she wants. Mm -hmm. And she's ending up in a sacrifice mode Mm -hmm. where she's not getting what she wants. He's getting what he wants and she tolerates it. And that's completely unfair to put your partner through. So it's not about tolerating. You, You literally need to find someone who is absolutely on the same page as you, who has that same type of stay away from me mentality on occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, b- because you're going to end up developing resentment and creating trust issues and creating worry. But like we've said on other topics, these are things that people just absolutely screw this up during the courtship and the dating period. Mm-hmm. Um because they want to be cool and they don't want to feel like they're smothering their partner and they don't want to feel like they're code they don't want to seem codependent or controlling or all those other adjectives that are tied with negative connotations mm-hmm. um, and so they pretend to be okay with it mm-hmm. and, and so you know girls that are like getting into relationships saying you know this is great I love having my boyfriend around you know and it, but he needs to understand that I, I need my girls nights mm-hmm. I need my girls time and so like we've said before she typically will say hey you know every you know, one Friday a week, it's, it's girl time. Are you cool with that? 99.9%, no matter what the guy's personality is, no matter what the guy thinks about relationships or loyalty or control or anything, even your most controlling individual initially will say, oh, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. You do you. That, that gives me mm-hmm. plenty of time to go hang out with the guys. Mm-hmm. And that's not what he wants. No, like because he's afraid that he's going to look like an asshole Mm -hmm. and i even think about like if i were to have done that in the beginning of our relationship you Uh, know you did (laughs) i need my girl's time and all this you need your girl's time no but we when we first started dating you 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 went on either trips or Mm -hmm. out with the girls you you did you did more girl stuff yeah you went out to dinners you went out to bachelorette parties you took a trip to Vegas, you went to homecoming, you know, there was a, a list of things that you did uh-huh. that wasn't from a place of, I need space away from you. No. It was just, 
I think part of it was you had gotten out of a long-term relationship and didn't really I didn't do experience any a lot of that, of that during that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you don't do it now. No, I don't. And I don't know. I wonder, like, because through, through all of that, like, it's we never got into any fights or disagreements about it. Well, it's because we were early on the relationship and I didn't want to sound like a controlling asshole. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's where I'm going with it. Like, how did we even get past that i guess i probably just grew up and well i don't think and realize that's not exactly what i wanted i don't really think it was growing up i think i mean and i don't want to say that uh, maybe it was but what i think it was just kind of an organic shift mm-hmm. we weren't living together mm-hmm. i and i guess to be fair to you you did all those on weekends i had my son yeah for the most part mm-hmm. i mean you you went to vegas without me because i had my son. I think it was his birthday. It was his birthday, yeah. Um, I didn't have him, but I still got to see him on his birthday. Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. But I think, you know, when you would go to dinner with your girlfriends, I used, it was usually on a weekend I had him. So mm-hmm. I wasn't in a position to be like, I don't want you going out with the girls. You need to sit your ass at home. Mm-hmm. I, I, you couldn't. We were still kind of navigating your and his relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want you over you know, i only got to see him every the weekend i did not want to saturate him with daddy's new girlfriend mm-hmm. um so i was trying to be careful with that um and so that was i hate saying well our situation was different but those factors made it mm-hmm. a little different and i didn't really ha- i don't remember being mad or upset i probably was like what is she doing like mm-hmm. i was probably a little worried mm-hmm. that's why i would you know i didn't blow you up but i would you know send you a text or mm-hmm. send you a picture <laughs> yeah. or something yeah but i know well that's where you're uh your infamous uh, underoos picture came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those nights. But I, I think that it wasn't... Yeah, I, 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 I know for a fact I didn't want to sound controlling or or upset mm-hmm. um, about it. And, and nothing happened and there was no reason or cause for concern. But what I think happened over time was the weekends where you needed to go find something to do because you weren't working that night or because I had Seth just stopped. Mm -hmm. And once it became a point of you deciding, do I want to spend time with me or time with other people? You just chose to spend time with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we did a couple things or things together or things with Seth. Like my parents and stuff too. And yeah, it it wasn't this, we need to sit down and talk about this. No, you're going out with your girlfriends way too much. No, but I I guess you're right. It was more organic. mm -hmm. Everything just kind of happened the way it, was supposed to yeah um and and it's i mean it is kind of like okay well you know how do you how do you get there and i think that i don't know like i i do think that it could have been a problem you know eventually if i would have kept doing it Mm -hmm. and and didn't see you as my as a priority right yeah I think that's the key word. I mean, I think that that's where th- there are a lot of people that will cling to that quote unquote freedom. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I think they call it freedom is because if you're, if you're taught, if you look at that and you're like, well, I need my space, I need my freedom, you're basically saying that you're a captive in your relationship and you feel trapped. Mm-hmm. And that's when you tie freedom to doing stuff without your partner, that's what you're saying. I know. Whether you mean it or not, that's exactly what you're saying. Well, I'm trapped with you. I'm a, I'm a prisoner when I'm with you. I need my freedom. Yeah. And 
that says a lot about your relationship. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it is in, in the vernacular that you use to describe it. Um, we've never felt trapped. Mm -hmm. We've never felt like we needed space. And, and, and we know, and we, we've said it a hundred times about this and other things, we are abnormal mm -hmm. when it comes to that. But I, I firmly believe that's what makes us a, a, a better couple than most. I know. Um, <clears throat> and that's where it ties into what, what we mean by healthy codependency. Mm -hmm. When it's mutual, when you both truly want to do things together, yeah. when you truly want to spend your time together, why would that not be healthy? Mm -hmm. It's only unhealthy if it's something that's bad for you. Mm -hmm. It's only unhealthy if it creates problems. It's only unhealthy if it's going to bring on issues. Um, it's only unhealthy if someone feels like they're sacrificing or compromising. Mm -hmm. That's how it becomes unhealthy. Wow, but it, absolutely. But yeah. if you guys are on the same page and you know you truly want to just be stuck up each other's asses all the time mm -hmm. and there's no issues with it, it's not creating problems, who is it to say that's unhealthy? Yeah, I know. I know. I think about it, too. Like, with me and my ex, like, um, he he wanted to stay home a lot. And, I mean, and it's so weird because it's like, well, <laughs> I don't know if most guys just want to stay home a lot. But he didn't want to do anything. I mm -hmm. mean, anything at all. And, uh, and... It was okay. It was okay until like I, I wanted to do something with my family or mm -hmm. whatever, and like, but I I would still feel bad if I you know went to whatever without him or maybe I, maybe I wouldn't feel bad but I would feel I would feel like an idiot because he wasn't with me mm. and um but like I remember. Like, even his mom being like, you know, like, you guys just sit there at home and just do nothing. Mm -hmm. You don't do anything. You guys are always together, always do, you know, doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what is your, <laughs> what, what's the point of you, your life and your relationship? And I didn't think about it too much then. Like, but like, now I look at it and I'm like. I did feel like I was sacrificing mm -hmm. and I felt like I was not able to do things because I had to stay home with him. What was it you were wanting to do aside from stuff with your family? Stuff with my family. I mean, cause I mean, you know, my family, like mm -hmm. we, there's a party freaking every weekend and I don't know. Somebody's graduating, somebody's birthday, yeah, there's somebody's something. baby shower, somebody's yeah. engagement. And to not i mean i guess to to have the option mm -hmm. <laughs> to go you know would have been nice and uh and I, I guess i still had the option to go i could have went without him mm -hmm. but i i felt uncomfortable would he get upset if you went or was it just because you didn't want to explain why you went by yourself it was more that i didn't want to explain oh, okay yeah i don't think that i don't think he would have cared either way yeah. He's just like, go. And I didn't, I mean, I, well, one, I didn't want to have to explain. Mm -hmm. And two, I knew what he was going to be up to if I did leave. Mm -hmm. And so I when didn't you stayed, like he didn't do anything? Well, I don't know. It's just, I think that I felt like I have to, had to keep an eye on him because he would do more or get more, mm. you know, mm -hmm. get more drugs. 
and you know and so i just it's like well no i gotta babysit yeah well, yeah goes back to the you were more of a mother <laughs> was more of a mother yeah mm-hmm. yeah well and, and i think that that's where that's obviously an unhealthy oh, yeah codependency because it's rooted completely in the opposite of just the desire to be with one another mm-hmm. it's it's obligation it's embarrassment it's babysitting it's all those things and so i think that that's how that's how you have to kind of look at it if you know those couples that they spend every waking moment together you have to kind of understand the why mm-hmm. what why is that and i think that you know when we talked about this pre pre-covid and we would talk to couples or or, or have conversations with other people or put things out there and you know one of the one of the rebuttals that we would get whenever we would say, well, we just like to do everything together. We don't need a break from one another. Was somebody to say, well, you guys get natural breaks because Seth has to go on travel for work here and there. So, um, you know, or you don't have kids. You don't need a break from that. So they would always justify, you know, why we didn't have an issue with it and they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And then I already, I worked from home three already, years yeah. before uh-huh. COVID ever hit. Well, and then I started working with you before COVID even yeah. hit too. But when COVID really hit, my travel stopped. Mm-hmm. You were at home all day, every day. I was at home all day, every day. And we were like this for a good 14 months where we had zero separation. Mm-hmm. We didn't go to the store without one another. We didn't, you know, it was literally we were with each other 24 hours a day, 365 days a year without separation. Mm-hmm. And we never got in a fight, mm-hmm. never got sick of each other. In fact, once COVID started to end, I dreaded travel 10 times more I than I did before uh, because I had actually gotten so used to be with you all the time. I was like, God damn it. I don't want to, I got to go on this trip for two days. Are you kidding me? I know. Three days. Oh my gosh. That's two nights. That's ridiculous. I mean, it was just like awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it actually had the the reverse effect on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, everybody else I knew was like, thank God we're yeah. on the road. I can't wait to take a break. Me and my wife are about to kill each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And and that's where once again, it's healthy if it's organic and it's mutual, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of where we're at. I know. Well, and and I think like I even look back at like <laughs> one of my one of my older relationships when I was young, um, and uh, I absolutely hated. I don't know why, I mean, I don't know why people decide to get with somebody and, like, just get irritated with every little thing that they do, even the nice things. Mm-hmm. It's like, just end it, yeah. you know? And that's what I, I, I was just with this dude and I was so annoyed by him. He would call me every morning. We didn't go to school together, but he would call me every morning and tell me good morning and he would buy me all these little things and... Like, it was really, on paper, was a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. But that, I guess that was it. He was a nice guy. and But I would just get so irritated and so annoyed. And, like, I didn't want to be with him. Like, mm-hmm. if if we were to, together, you know, like, face to face, it was just like, oh, I'm so sick of you mm-hmm. already. And... But he was the type that wanted to be with me all the time. And I could, I just, at that time, I remember thinking, like, I cannot imagine, like, 
wanting to be with somebody for the rest of my life because this dude is just so annoying. Right. And and I'm sure that that's how some people feel. But they're married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And And it's like... I don't know, like me seeing that and then seeing how I am now with you, Mm -hmm. I want to be with you all the time and I love all of those little things that you do for me. Right. (laughs) But it's like, what what makes you any different than what he was? You know, you you treat me great and Mm -hmm. like how he did on paper, but it's just so different. It's Mm -hmm. so different. Because I actually like you. Yeah. Well, and that's it. it because it's a different person. Mm-hmm. It, it's someone that doesn't get on your nerves. It, and that's, it's one of those things where, you know, if you were to sit somebody down and say this and be like, look, it's not me. It is you. Mm-hmm. You are just not someone I have any chemistry with at all. Mm-hmm. Everything you do that should be nice irritates me. Everything you do that should be sweet irritates me because it's you. And I'm sorry, but there's nothing you can do about it unless you completely change you as a person. Yeah. And nobody's going to say that to anybody. I know. Um, but it, that's obviously what people do when they get, they, they end up in that same situation, but they're married. That's why you see people talking about smothering each other in their sleep and, you know, happy birthday to the person I want to kill 364 days out of the year Mm -hmm. and you know all these rude and mean and hateful things that couples say to each other they try to pass off as funny and sweet and normal and and innocent and it's just an absolute reflection of how they are not with the right person yeah i know and i think that that's ultimately the biggest difference between healthy and unhealthy Mm mm-hmm codependency i mean the the unhealthy version of it is really something i mean you know we talked about you and and your ex but it really is that that obligatory type of dependency where one person feels like i have to be with this other person or else Mm -hmm. and whatever that or else is can be a hundred different things Uh, they're gonna you know have a mental breakdown they're gonna be mad at me we're gonna get in a fight they might do something i don't Mm -hmm. i don't uh, to harm themselves they might do something that i don't trust or approve of and so it can be all those things so if you if you are staying with someone that's in a almost fear-based type of mentality, mm-hmm. like, well, we've got to be together because what if we aren't? Then that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And and you have to know the difference because I know that there's other couples that like, oh, we spend all of our time together too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but you're dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. There's a huge difference between us legitimately wanting to spend each, you know, each and every day with one another because that's what we want versus... You're too scared to socialize. You're too mm-hmm. scared to go out. You're too scared to go do anything on your own. You're you're incapable of doing anything on your own, and that's the difference. You you have an inability to do th- you you completely have an inability to be independent. So you're forced to be dependent. Mm-hmm. We could each be as independent as we wanted. Mm-hmm. We choose not to be, mm-hmm. and I think that that's a big difference yeah, when you look at is. people that don't have the social skills or don't have the the fortitude or the quality to actually be independent. And these are those people that have to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that there's the, there's those people. And I also think that there is the... I think that they have to be in a relationship. And then I do think that there is a partner that is controlling too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that the the controlling partner, they they are like... You have you have to do this and you have to do that. You have to be with me all the time. 
and then but the the other partner is like they're along for the ride because they can't think for themselves yeah and they just i don't know like just just they're just there Mm -hmm. and they don't i don't even know if they even even would know how to function without right their partner well and that's that's a true codependency mm-hmm. where i can't do this without you mm-hmm. um i mean and you saw that when you broke up with your ex mm-hmm. i don't know how to pay bills yeah i don't know how to do this i don't know how to do that well you are a man child mm-hmm. and and i think that that's that stuff you see yeah um you know there there's those uh yeah i mean i think you you, you hit it really well it, it, there's that that controlling aspect and that I don't know what to call that other person. I don't necessarily want to say that they're they're dumb or stupid, but mm-hmm. they're definitely weak willed. Yeah. Weak minded. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um I know. Zero critical thinking skills. Mm-hmm. In any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um and I think and we've seen that I've seen guys like that. It's not just girls. Oh, I've yeah. seen guys mm-hmm. that are you know, they're very codependent on their partner because they can't function away from their partner yeah. they, they can't make decisions on their own they don't know how to do things they don't know how to handle any type of um adverse incident or anything like that at all mm-hmm. and they need somebody there all the time and you know that's horribly unhealthy but those same type of people like oh we're just like you we spend all of our time together well and i think that you know i think that how you say you know that it's the you see it in guys too i think that that's probably one of the traits or something that irritates women about their partner Mm -hmm. about their husband that they can't do anything for themselves and i don't know i think that even like your ex thought that that's how you were Mm -hmm. and it obviously was not she just didn't want to give you a chance well, she, like I've said before, she lost respect for me. I never showed any signs that I couldn't take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I never, even whenever we were, when she told me she wanted to divorce, I didn't even say, what am I going to do without you? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, there was no fear that I would make it. I mm-hmm. wasn't like a declawed cat you're throwing back out in the wild. That's gonna, I didn't feel that way. I, I wasn't that way. Mm-hmm. Um, she had just wanted to take over everything. So I just let her make all the decisions because it was, better than getting in a fight about everything yeah and so it was very you know emasculating Mm -hmm. to go through that but i I had there was zero qualms or worry on my part that how am i going to do this by myself Mm -hmm. i didn't that was not an issue Um, yeah and that was never a fear and that was never that wasn't even anything that kept me in the relationship the only thing that kept me in the relationship was my son Mm -hmm. um so there wasn't this this helpless i i never acted helpless, never came off helpless. I think she wanted to paint me helpless really specifically the last two years. Um, and I think it was probably because of when I lost my job and didn't work for seven months. Yeah. And, but even in that, I wasn't, I wasn't this depressed, mopey. I didn't change. It, it really just became kind of this, this power shift dynamic where you know, she was pounding her chest. I'm the breadwinner now. I'm mm-hmm. in charge, which that's not how I was. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was, it really just kind of became this, this power trip she was on of, as a result of me losing my job. But it wasn't like 
I wasn't laid off for seven months doing nothing and being like, oh, nobody wants me. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I guess I'm just going to stay at home. It was, I was trying really hard to get stuff. I didn't have a level of self-pity or anything like that. Um, and so even through that, I didn't come off helpless. I didn't act helpless. She just acted very, I don't know if I'd say controlling, but like I said, kind of like on a power trip. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, okay. Yeah. I know. Have at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, and, but I think that. But, but you're right. I but think I do think that women, yeah. yeah, women, that's how women are. That's how they see their partner. Mm-hmm. And, and it becomes this like, ugh, just come yeah. on, be a man mm-hmm. type thing. And, uh, and I don't know. I mean, I think that, I think that there's a lot of women out there that that are like that or that think that yeah um and uh and because guys kind of because there's a lot of men that are just big babies Mm -hmm. and that's i mean that's the truth um i just think that yeah i don't know whatever watch out please well that's what falls into that helpless husband category Mm -hmm. of of those can't think for themselves can't do anything on themselves for themselves or anything like that at all and and they they do need that guardian and that guidance and that parent and a partner and all those things to function and get by and survive Mm -hmm. you know um but but i think that when you look at the the aspects of someone that is a healthy codependent i think a lot of it is really just evident in the overall relationship itself Mm -hmm. i think there's things that you can point to as far as you know whether it's um i I think sex is another indicator Uh, women that are with these guys that are helpless women that are with these guys that you know they need to baby they aren't having as much sex Mm -mm. as as couples who have a healthy level of codependency and who do things together um because there's no loss of respect in those type of relationships and those other ones there's a loss of respect i think from uh, you know obviously i'm not a woman but i would imagine from a woman's perspective a a man that you don't respect or a man that you don't you know look up to or a man that you don't feel is capable of taking care of himself let alone you mm-hmm. there's got to be some kind of internal primal switch that's like if we were in caveman times this dude would be fucking dead <laughs> yeah you wouldn't I even be here. I, I would be with a, a Neanderthal with a, a a a bigger club and more aggressive behaviors. Yeah. <laughs> than this this little weak bitch that I've got to take care of. <laughs> oh you my know. Gosh, I know. I know. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, and it's like okay, so you you know you have to go to the caveman days to to you know. I, find that or whatever not not find it but um an example of the caveman days but it's like honestly i think men a lot of men nowadays are just weak little bitches oh yeah and they they do have to be coddled and they do have to they don't have a healthy level of codependency because mm-hmm. all they do is depend on their their wife or yeah. whatever. And women, like, 
they have created this creature mm-hmm. <laughs> and i don't know i just i don't i'm not i'm not for it anyway i know that there are some women that are like happy with these kind of men but i don't i don't think they're yeah, real men <laughs> it's women that real men don't want <laughs> they're happy with that because they have to settle yeah i mean that that's kind of what it boils down to mm-hmm. is is you know um you know, when you start looking at high value and low value men and women, you know, mm-hmm. high high value women aren't with high value men. Wait, low value men. I'm sorry, high value women aren't with low value men. Yeah. Uh-huh. Low value women are with low value men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, high value men may end up with a low value woman because he's kind of stupid. Yeah. But most of the time, what you tend to see... In a but good, is he really high value then? Yeah. <laughs> what you tend to see is a high value man with a high value woman. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, if you're looking at the right example and mm-hmm. and truly healthy, happy, striving, climbing, growing, growing yeah. couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you, you don't see the opposite of that. No. And, but but that, that's what it is. I think a lot of times there are these, you know... These women have to adopt a new philosophy to justify their undesirability for all the factors that make them who they are. <laughs> yeah. And then they mm-hmm. shit on the other. Yeah. They shit on the other side. Oh yeah, I know. Which yeah. is just comical to me. <laughs> oh, excuse the fuck out of me <laughs> for being successful and driven and. I know. Although it, it, that's the thing is, there's really nothing that comes out of that side that's that's hurtful or offensive. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that those are those things that I think they mean as as uh, disses and burns and mm-hmm. negative comments and like just, yeah, like have we said a couple weeks ago? I just take it as a compliment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Cock man oppressor. <laughs> Why? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's a great compliment. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh-huh. You know, I know, and so they they think that's like this this ultimate, you know, negative thing to say about someone that's going to hit home and hurt your feelings and put you in your place. But no, the argument that side is just completely dismissed. They're way more offended by the other side's actions and statements and lives Mm -hmm. than that side is of them. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so funny. They're just the squeaky wheel. It gets the grease. Oh, yeah. Squeaking because they're loud and obnoxious. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's why they're with little bitch men. Yeah. I know, I know, yeah, but seriously, like, and I think that, like, I think that's probably, like, even when I go back to, like, that relationship that I was telling you about, it, it goes back to, I think that he was a little bitch, Mm -hmm. and he wasn't, not that I was, like, this woman at this time that was a high value woman what made him a little bitch when you say he's a little he was a little bitch what was it oh gosh i mean i don't know probably like he kind of seemed a little bit whiny Mm -hmm. you know like when when i would talk to him and stuff and that was just annoying Mm -hmm. and I mean, he dressed well and he took care of himself, but like, so do, so do you. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I think it was just, I felt like he was trying too hard. Oh, okay. And trying too hard at everything, mm-hmm. you know, like with like the cologne that you wear with, 
uh, the kind of clothes that he wore. Did it seem like that's how he was, or did it feel like he was forcing those things? I think... Like, he's doing what he thinks I want him to do, not what he really wants to do. Yeah, I think it seemed forced, forced and uh, with everything. Mm-hmm. It went, and, like, with how he treated me, with how he dressed, with... uh the car that he drove you know like it just kind of seemed like like he was trying to be cool but he wasn't Mm -hmm. really cool (laughs) i don't know and like i said i didn't go to we didn't go to the same school but um but like i just wonder like he probably wasn't one of the cool kids in school Mm -hmm. he tried to pretend to be and he probably maybe had like a few fun friends that he hung out with but by far was not cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. and not that you have to be the cool kid to to be a man or whatever but i don't know it was just like the the completely uncool kid is never an alpha i know yeah man as as most people would say anyway Uh uh-huh he just he just wasn't i don't know and it's so weird because like you can't really pinpoint one little thing mm-hmm. but i guess there was a whole bunch of little things do you think and this is i i i don't really know because i what i'm about to say i don't necessarily agree with because i think you have to have this in in relationship but did you get the feeling like he was way more proud that you were his girlfriend versus like he knew how lucky he was. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you're conceited. <laughs> no, shut up. Shut <laughs> up. No. Well, I think that that's one of the things where it's, it's like, cause I, 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 I would tell every man, including me, depending on who their wife is, that you have married up. Mm-hmm. You have chosen someone that you, you don't necessarily deserve and you need to understand that she chose you Mm -hmm. and it's not about lying to yourself or pretending or faking it but i think that men that are with even a high value man man that is with a high value woman has to have the understanding that you know she did choose to be with you Mm mm-hmm for whatever reason, she chose to be with you. And I think there, not that there has to be a healthy level of, of fear that you could lose this person, but you do need to understand that you, that's why you have to do those things. You have to continually date. You have to continually be a good partner. But you, you have to do it from a, from a perspective that, you know, you, not that you're in charge of the marriage, but that that you know how to take charge if you need to mm-hmm. that you know how to make a decision that you know how to you know that you make her feel good because you have the confidence that you're delivering what she needs mm-hmm. um and i think that guys that are always in this i'm so lucky to have you mm-hmm. and i'm the luckiest guy in the world it's it's out of this fear that she could leave me at any moment in time so i've got to shower her with compliments so she stays mm-hmm. i know i think that that is the i think that's the biggest difference about you is like you have confidence you have um you oh my gosh 
you have uh gosh um, drive mm-hmm. you have confidence you have the drive you have so many things that like that you just or at least i want in a man mm-hmm. and i think that uh that like the confidence piece is the biggest thing mm-hmm. where i don't think that I think that you you absolutely cannot fake confidence. Right. And if you don't have it, it's going to show. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what it was. I think okay. that he did not have the confidence to even <laughs> be with me. I don't mm-hmm. know. That sounds conceited. <laughs> so but he just he just didn't. He right. didn't have that. And. And that I, that's probably what the it factor is, mm-hmm. is the confidence. Right. And I know that there is, but then like there, there is the controlling guy that acts like he's confident too. But the controlling guy. Really isn't confident. Isn't, yeah. He's yeah. not really confident. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of self-esteem and issues. confidence issues. Yeah. And he manufactures confidence from controlling his partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all based in insecurities. Yeah, that's different. Mm-hmm. That is the complete opposite of the the guy that I was dealing with. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I know we kind of went off topic a little bit. You know, one of the things that that I, I've I've seen lately is uh, I've seen it a few times. Um, but it's like a guy, somebody like you know TikTok, whatever, and he's like, "What do you what do you do if a guy comes up and hits on your woman?" Mm-hmm. And I really liked what I've seen some of these guys say. And the answer is nothing. Mm-hmm. Your woman should handle that. Mm-hmm. Your woman should shut that down. There's no reason to get bowed up and upset and try to fight somebody. Now, there's a difference between being disrespectful and somebody hitting on your woman in 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 a situation. Mm-hmm. But even if you're sitting there and somebody comes up and hits on on her... That's not her fault. No, but she should handle it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her response, you know, she should handle that the same way she would handle it if you weren't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's that's one of the things that, that we see. And I think that a lot of that comes from the confidence that the guy has in the relationship. Mm-hmm. That that's, even someone walking up in that situation doesn't mean that as a man it doesn't bother you. You know, nobody wants another guy hitting on their wife mm-hmm. or their girl. But the reading between the lines is let you, let your wife handle that mm-hmm. and put it into it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And that's what she should do. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. I think it's the same thing with with a guy. If a girl comes up and hits on your husband, he should handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, handle but I, it the but, right way. <laughs> like I said, I think that that I think that that response in that is really shows the confidence of the relationship. I think a guy that would immediately fly off the handle and lose control and get all upset about it obviously has some confidence issues in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, that If he thinks that that could end their relationship or that guy could steal his wife or his girlfriend away, mm-hmm. he's, he's got some self-esteem issues or um, insecurities because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I don't expect any guy to just smile and be like oh this is great you're getting hit on Mm -hmm. but if anything 
it's a, it's actually a compliment. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know. And like, I mean, you've got, you have, guys have come up to me and didn't know that we were together. You mm-hmm. were in the bathroom or whatever. And you've always handled it very well. And yeah, you don't, it's, it is a compliment. Yeah. That your girl is getting hit on, like, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Yep, that's Especially right." Especially when she's not trying to. Mm-hmm. It's different. Mm-hmm. Oh god! Just her being her and how she looks in her presence is enough to draw people in to hit on her. That's different than a girl showing up with her tits and her ass hanging out, mm-hmm. you know, at a bar with ninety nine point nine percent men in there, mm-hmm. flirting and dancing and getting drunk and acting like a fool. I know that girl that gets hit on is not a compliment. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's true. Know uh-huh. the difference. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think that like the the healthy codependency thing, though, it's like just kind of like what you said in the beginning, where you you each mutually want to be together. Mm-hmm. And there's not one person that doesn't want it more than the other. Yeah. And, uh, and so like when you don't want it, or I guess like, I don't know, I, I, I know that not a lot of single people or people that are just dating are, would be listening, but I just, I really do think that if you find yourself that you are getting irritated and annoyed by these people like in the beginning Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh there's a problem there Mm -hmm. and that's not the right person that you should be with and and those are those are those little things that are just gonna get worse over time Mm -hmm. um you know anything that you find annoying or disturbing or irritating during your dating phase they don't go away Mm -hmm. they don't get better they only get worse they Mm -hmm. only get magnified um, and those little things turn into big problems yeah. later on. And, and you may not even realize it's a big problem. You're just like, I mean, it's like I said, I think last week on the episode uh, when I talked about you and your ex, I, I just knew you were constantly annoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were just constantly annoyed. And we see women like that. Mm-hmm. More, You see women like, you don't really see men like that. You mm-hmm. see women like that more that they're just so annoyed with everything their partner does. Their partner's always clearing their sinuses and and hacking they're always you know you know belching and farting they're always you know snoring they're always doing these things that you know most men would be like well i can't help it Mm -hmm. but all those little things compiled the woman ends up kind of hating his guts Mm -hmm. it's like he's just kind of he's always here he's just there's always something going on he's always you know just kind of gross and grimy and and ugh, I know. I'm just, ugh, I'm just over it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he gets up in the morning, he rips a big one before he climbs out of bed, and he he stretches and moans and gets out of bed, and pulls his underwear out of his ass crack as he oh walks out gosh. to go take a big morning shit with the door open. And, oh gosh, and no, then, you know, no. <laughs> oh my god, cleaning his toenails with a knife, and you know it, <laughs> it just. All these little things, guys just typically get worse mm-hmm. with those things, um, and 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 you see both sexes hit a lever level of comfortability with mm-hmm. one another that is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you know, I think with those things that those little things start to drive big wedges mm-hmm. and, and you wake up, that's how people like, I just woke up one day and was like, I don't like the person laying next to me. Mm-hmm. Well, the person laying next to you is not likable. They didn't yeah. used to be that way. They may have showed signs of that. You ignored them. Yeah. You thought it would be okay. You mm-hmm. thought you could live with those things. And now six years and three kids down the road, you're trapped. Yeah. And you're like, that's what goes back to the, I need a break. Uh You should need a break. When you're in that pigsty of a marriage, you should need a break. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's where recentering, and it's not, it's not always, like we said, you know, it's not always about just packing up your shit and leaving. No. But it is about communicating it. Yeah, I know. Like you're not a very likable person anymore. I don't know what happened. And sometimes these take very hard conversations. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's mean. It's mean to say and... And, but it needs to be said. Mm -hmm. And the sooner you say it, the better. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you, when you say it sooner, you're going to get it off of your chest right away. And hopefully things can be resolved. Mm -hmm. If you wait, you risk you getting even more mad about other stuff that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And just nip it in the bud right away and have that tough conversation yeah yeah i mean and it it, is literally that it's sitting down and communicating what's going on for a resolution Mm -hmm. not just to make somebody feel bad and like we've said with other things you don't do it in the middle of it you don't all of a sudden elbow him in the rib cage at two o'clock in the morning be like i can't fucking take it anymore i know yeah yeah gross and i'm unhappy and you know, you got to pick your times to have those conversations. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, you know, I think at the end of the day, it, it works on both ends of the spectrum. I think that couples that truly want to be with each other all the time, it's not forced. It's not a sacrifice. There's nothing negative that's coming out of it. That's a great, healthy, functioning relationship. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay to want to be with your partner all the time. And And on the other end, those of you that do need independence... You just need to ensure that you're with someone that has the equal amount of drive to be independent as you do. Mm-hmm. And like we've said with other topics and things like that, if you're happy and you feel that that's high functioning, it's not our place to tell you that it's to do not, otherwise. It doesn't work, yeah. We just tend to believe that in most of those situations, one person wants one thing and the other wants another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One wants the independence and one wants the closeness. Yeah. But... That's hard to tell sometimes. It is. Yeah. But so if you really could find a person that wants mm-hmm. exactly what you want, that is, that's gold yep. right there. You gotta, you gotta get with that person and, mm-hmm. and continue your relationship with them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really have anything no, else huh. to add. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys, as always, for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and on, what's it called again? Uh, Rumble. Rumble. Yeah, Rumble. <laughs> on Rumble. YouTube, um, we will put our shorts on YouTube. Yeah, Rumble. yes, our, yeah. And um, on Marriage for um, our Twitter. Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast, and we will talk to you next week. Yep. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you.